Give me a little something, uh. Drop the grits without the butter to make me stutter. I fight people like Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Ooh, shit! Say, Mike, sometimes it's painful to relive the past. But sometimes you gotta relive the past in order to heal from it. I just don't wish to be painful. I'm him. I'm a prisoner in my own mind. I feel like you was talking to me. I feel like you was talking to me. Feel like the walls talking to me. I'm a prisoner in my Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWM podcast. Fuck with me, the diary of the strong black people. I'm here in the rabbit hole once again. And then I got my boy, BJ, in the building. Sir. And I got a special guest. Um, My boy, you know, this guy was the first one to ever hit me up when I started my platform. And it was just the one of those things to say, man, I love your message. Um, that it was the eulogy uh for for Keenan. And you were just like, man, I just love that was, you know, passionate and I love your message, man. And I just see something's gonna come about. And I was just like, you know what? This the only person that ever hit me up. I was like, you know what, man? Let's do something. And you invited me on your platform. First time, it was kind of shaky. <laughs> it was very shaky the first time. <laughs> then the second one, we got it right. And, you know, you posted it on yours, man. And just after that, we just always connected. We always connected. We stayed, you know, we stayed talking and ideas and motivating each other. Brother, brotherhood and, and genuine love, man. And we both listen to each other's platforms. Sure. We root for each other. We give each other, you know, congrats and we keep up with each other's successes too. And I appreciate that from you, man. I really, really do. And I appreciate you being such a humbling spirit when it comes to me, man. Like, cause I tell you all the time, man, you give me a lot of props. And I'd be like, God damn, bro. Gotta get a fly. And, and I appreciate that. And, you know, some of you guys know, um, but for some of my listeners who don't know, is is my boy Matt, yes, Mr. O2Lit. Yes, Make sure you check out his uh, podcast on all streaming sites on Fridays. Um, he's, you know, now you about to come back from your big break, your rest, your rest. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you That's had true. to recharge, my guy. Every plane had to land. Uh, first and foremost, I appreciate you. I do. Um, apart from being on my boy, my boys at the podcast, it's, I don't really be on too many podcasts, so this is a different feeling, and I'm I'm excited for it. Um, I mean, like you said, my name is Matt, man. Oh, too late. Where do I start? First things first. I'm an avid reader. Love read anything that you put in front of me. If it if it captures my attention, I'm gonna read it. Um, in the O two lip. O2, in the O2Lit, um, that that platform is for individuals who do and don't like to read. Because, I mean, I know our generation isn't too keen on literature like that, but it's something that's dear to me. And, you know, it really started back in 2018. Um, I started started reading a book my dad gave me, Every Young Man, God's Man. And that was at that time, it was a, it was a good book for me because I was coming into my own adulthood and, you know, giving a new perspective of, you know, how to move and how to be true to yourself. And I was like, well, damn, if this 
book does that <laughs> at this age. What else? What else is out there? So just started picking up books and from picking up came to devouring books. And at some point I was like, well, shit, something got to break from these books. I'm not just reading this for no reason. I don't have an infatuation with books for no reason. So like I, like I said, pay homage to my guys at the podcast and around the time they started, you know, I, I was already in the, the, the thoughts of, I want a platform too. I want to, I want to, I don't know copycat shit, but like, I, I want something to use my voice and to spread enlightenment and spread knowledge and just have fun with it. So the Ultralip podcast, you know, when you check in, you'll see every, every episode is based off a book. And no, it's not a book club. No, it's not a, oh, let's, let's, talk about it and quote all through the book. Nah, we are talking about content out of these books and generating real conversations. Um, and yes, when we when we linked up uh, for our episode, that first one, it was shaky. It was shaky. It was like, it didn't flow as well as we needed it to. It just, it was our first sit down. So it, it just, it didn't deliver. It didn't get what it needed to give. But when we doubled back and we, we got down to it, Y'all go check it out. That episode was um, Eldridge Cleaver's Soul on Ice, um, Paroled Perspective was the title. And that shit was really dope. Um, you know, and the thing that gravitated me to um, FWM was a mutual acquaintance. Um, shout out to Britt, who, um, you know, she first posted it on Facebook. So I remember exactly where I was. I can't tell y'all where I was, but I remember exactly where I was. And I was like, ooh, shit, this seems, this seems dope. So I click on it, like you said, it was the eulogy, you know, the caption got me called, like, I knew Keenan as well. So I was like, okay, let's lock in. And it was just that authenticity. It was just, you weren't putting on S. It wasn't even about, you know, I, I'm going to say the word production because it wasn't trash, but it's like, you could tell, you know, this is something I'm just starting out and I really want to get this message out. So I was like, I salute this shit. I, I like the, and it was so heartfelt. It wasn't no using somebody's name to get shit off. Nah, you really showed yourself on that intro episode. And I had to, I had to take notice to that. I was like, okay. All right. We can, we can do something with this. So, just like you said, started just listening in, started going down the rabbit hole. And I was like, okay, I fuck with cuz. So let's let's see how we can collab. And I reached out. He was gracious enough, you know, to do it. And I'm honored just to, you know, see the growth of both our platforms because that was months ago, but we've made tremendous strides um in our own respective lanes. And I I'm let's get it. I'm talking about that was December. First one was November. Mm-hmm. Second one was December. By the way, um, on my platform is uh the episode in prison fit. Mm-hmm. And that that was around the times that, you know, titles was my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Gra- eye grabbers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was combining words misspelling words, <laughs> adding letters <laughs> so it could jump out to people. I just wanted to find a way to get people to come. Yeah. Like somebody knew how would you find a way for them to find interest in you? Like if your name is not a big thing out there, what can you do for people to want to? And so now I started spelling words wrong. So you'd be like, the fuck is this word that he just spelled? <laughs> like, and then you find some like, you know, uh, religion 
You know what I'm saying? Like, ritual. And then you'd be like, what is this word this nigga just combined? So it was just something catchy. So now you look at my titles. They're just now, I don't spell anything wrong. I don't combine words. Now it's just, you know, it's catchy. And certain things that make you think about. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I can say is the book, the literature Mm -hmm. that you use, man, like, that's always grabbed. You know what I'm saying? And and even though I may not have read the books, you know how to bring it all together to me um, and, and help it out. But what I do want to know is, you know, throughout your time with this, you know, like you said, because both of y'all, but, you know, shout out to the podcast because they just hit 7,000 7, plays. 7,000 My plays. dogs. Listen, they started in June of 2021. That's not no small shit. Out out of this city. And, you know, we're not in the business of comparing numbers, but that is some phenomenal thing. Like, that's great. So, shout out to them boys. I'm sorry. Honorable mention. Shout out to that boy, Miles. uh, Untitled. Always got to share the flowers to Power Tripping and just so many different others. All y'all, y'all know where y'all stand. Charge to my head, not my heart. It's up. But even when you sent your plays in the group chat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, I wonder how I find mine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know how where I'm at. And y'all was, y'all was like, nigga, you don't know? That's right. Man. I was like, no, I just know my downloads. I mean, that's the numbers that I, I was like, and you was telling me where to look at it. And I was like, well, let me go check. I was like, it's probably not that much anyway. You know what I'm saying? I look, I was like, damn, I'm at 1K. Didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. I'm in the gym shooting. I ain't even know I was going. Come on. <laughs> I'm in the gym. I ain't even knew I was going. But isn't that the beauty of it? When you're doing it and you loving it and then you look at it and like, wow. Yeah. And that just shows that that's that's all that is 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 all about with me. That's all I did it for. Um, just to reach out and have fun because this shit is fun to me. Yep. Like you just listen to the introduction, man, like, um, that I was just showing you, like, I spent a lot of time on my titles and my intros, my music too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I do want people to be ready for the message that I give. Like the content part, like people would say, you know, how much time do you put in the content? I'm like, I mean, I just go with it. Like the content part, I just go on it. Most of my time is what music I choose. Honestly. Like, and you can tell, like, bro, like, a lot of people can really be like, God damn, bro, what you, how you put that together? Like the songs that I use, like it, it gets you ready for, you in the mode. it puts it's you in the headspace. And even with the YouTube, with the pictures, mm-hmm. the pictures was something that I used too. It's the pictures for me. <laughs> it's the pictures. Yeah, those pictures used to get wild. Hmm. Like, where did you find, what did you Google to find this? Man, hey, that's the FWM people in the back, man, you know, even with, you know, Britt, you know, Meg was a big part of that too. You know what I'm saying? She used to make sure that she would give me ideas. You know, I had, you know, that, her, and then I had other people that would help me too. You know, I bounced a lot of ideas off a lot of people and I I, I asked a lot of people a lot of things because I like criticism because criticism is not, just because it says criticism, it does not mean that it's bad. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean it's always bad. Hello. So my thing is, I like p- 
people giving me ideas. Cause I'm not ashamed to, if I fucked up on something, tell me what, what will make it better. Just if you're going to have a problem, please come with a solution. I don't know if we talked about it, but there's a distinct difference between criticism and cynicism. Like you said, criticism, that's not, it ain't always got to be negative. That's why it's so important to have that constructive adjective because people get away from themselves sometimes and just start nitpicking, nitpicking, nitpicking. Okay, like you just said, you come to me with everything that you don't find that's right. How can I correct it? That constructive criticism, hey, dog, I like how you're doing this, but what do you think about doing X, Y, and Z? And it's not you imposing what you want for that person, but it's you bringing a suggestion for them to ponder. And if they do, if they like it, cool. If not, fuck it. But keep going. And it's, a, it's all about your approach. Because if I'm coming at you on some, you shit trash. Well, excuse me, motherfucker. Like, what did I do? But like, if but if you look at the contrast between that example I put earlier and that foolishness, see this the difference that constructive versus cynicism. People sensitive to. I always say. It's two things, but to make a person, a black person is closed, but that delivery and that tone. Yes, sir. But that delivery and that tone, boy, boy, your ears will turn the hell off, boy. And the attitude will First thing gonna perk up, like, who the fuck? Who you talking to? That's first. And then, like you say, you gonna shut down, like, I don't wanna hear what you gotta say no more, because you done did that. And, 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 and that's a big thing, though. But, I, so also, you know, with you being in this journey, though, what are some of the things that, you know, you learned, you went through, like the ups and the downs, though, on, on with going through your pot, through your platform? Got to remember that people got their own lives, too. And that's why I take the liberty of scheduling months in advance. JP, no. <laughs> I schedule months in advance for a reason, because people got shit to do. And... If I'm reaching out to you, what is it? It's March now? Yeah. If I reach out to you, all right, bro, what you doing come June something? Naturally, you're not going to know because unless you already got something going on, you don't know. But if you tell me, all right, let's shoot for this day, X, Y, Z, boom, boom, boom. All right, March, cool. April, you may remember. June, you done totally forgot until I hit you with that reminder. Okay, this is what we got going on. Now it's on that person. Cause I did my part. I'm not gonna hound you. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chase you down. But you know, it's just it's just that decorum. You feel me? So it's like when you come at me day before or day of, I can't. Okay. You learn to accept that shit, because I get it. Either you forgot, don't matter that much to you, or you got something to do. Either which way, the show gonna go on, because every episode don't require a guest. No episode requires a guest. As long as I got breath in my body, I can push out episodes as I see fit. But I want to be able to engage with my community. I want to be able to generate these dialogues to broaden perspectives, get other people's perspectives, because I'm learning too. And that's a that's a big thing for me on my episodes. Like if I got a guest, I want you to talk. Tell me what you think about it, because you may see something totally different. I don't want you to come in here and take up space, but you know, 
I want you to be able to feel comfortable. And that's the best thing about the journey. Like being able to sit down, set a mood, sit, vibe, chill, and actually talk. That shit gets therapeutic sometimes. Like you you fuck around and you start talking on the subject and you start generating these words that you don't know where it came from. It's a message, a divine message. You might need to hear yourself. I didn't, what my dear, my daddy say, I done preached to myself a few episodes. Something I'm going through, something that we touched on the book, Coincidentally, and I just, I just get into that mode and then I take a step back like, oh shit, I need to hit it. <laughs> and that's, that's the joy, like you said, having fun of the podcast. This shit became a lifestyle for me. Like I took, I tweeted Friday, I ain't dropped an episode in a week and I'm feeling it. It's, it ain't got like that. But that dude off of Dave Chappelle showed the crackhead, like I was feeling like him, cause I'm like, damn, I ain't, I ain't sat down with nobody, I ain't pushing no episodes, I ain't doing nothing. The painting is raw, but you know, anyway, ups and downs of the podcast, you you know, you gotta understand people, go with the ebbs and flows of production, cause shit messes up. <laughs> it does. That's the funny part. I don't even get mess. I don't get blow when things mess up, cause I expect it to. Technology. It's going to fuck up. Yeah, because you know, the first time um, when we recorded, I don't know, that shit just blanked out. Mm-hmm. We had to start all over. Like, we, you had to figure out what was going on. One, it stopped in the middle it of the stopped. Talking. Yeah, it stopped when we was. Two, yeah, like it, it, it didn't come out right. And again, just the conversation of the whole episode just wasn't where it needed to be. But that was the beauty of saying, okay, and that's a life lesson. If shit messes up, it's not the end of the world. You can fix it. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, another another life lesson, they ain't gonna know unless you tell them. Yeah. I ain't like on that the one that we dropped. I ain't to say what happened. For all they know, we could have did this shit yesterday. It was perfect and we pushed it out. But that's that's just that podcast life, man. You you are prepared for mishaps. You are and you 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 expect some things to happen, but oh, you enjoy the journey as you're doing it. And you know what? Even though that they don't know, the beauty of it is we're human. Yes. So don't ever think that it just was flawless every time. Well, I want everybody to know, man, we fucked that up the yep. first time. Yep. Utterly. It was, it I wasn't terrible. It was just, it wasn't terrible. It was just, the first time around, we were so excited mm-hmm. to be around in each other's presence. Mm-hmm. So we jumped around. Conversation got from, away from us. Yes. <laughs> and we went away from the book so much and got into us. We ended up lecturing each other and we never, he went away from what he wrote down about the book. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't talk about, we started with the book. I had a and whole page or two left by the end of an hour plus conversation. First of all, let me tell you how this man came, dog. This man came with a folder. I mean, with a a a, 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 a notebook. But hold on, <laughs> he had his his keynotes. So he started off. He got one page. So once we got through the first page, that's why the conversation went to the way I thought it was over. This man sent me a text message and it was three more pages, B. Yes. I was like, nigga, how? 
Yeah, it was. It but was. It, but it so wasn't that's conducive. That's what you mean, man. Sit back and hear each other but I felt like, you know, with it was being his platform, it wasn't conducive. To it him. wasn't to where he was going, and I didn't want it to make it seem like I was the one that made him alter so, the way that so he was much, going. What y'all were saying is y'all went off topic, but y'all, it was a good topic that y'all was on. But awesome conversation. Awesome. 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 I mean, yeah, yeah, it was. But I'm talking about. But I, it felt like I made him go away from what? from what. His game, yes, exactly. I didn't, and I and I felt like I didn't do him any justice of bringing me on and making him feel like you know what I'm saying he got enough out of me from his criteria that he used to go. So that, made you, that made you feel bad. Yeah, it made me feel bad okay. because it made me feel like I came in, took over, and I told him that wasn't the case, but he wasn't hearing it. But here's here's how. But here, but here's how that just ties into another thing. You learning how to pivot and you learning your audience because we talked about initially change your thoughts, change your life. Dr. Dyer, Dr. Mm-hmm. Wayne Dyer, great book. Um, but it was it was long, and just because I knew that he could articulate and expound, elaborate, what have you, we chose this book that only had a couple of points. That way, we were able to go everywhere that we wanted to go. And that made for an awesome episode. We didn't we didn't have that restraint. So yeah, it's listen. If you think about starting a podcast, do that shit. Because honestly, everybody got a voice. I don't care what you talk about. There's so many sports shows, there's so many reality shows, there's so many different of the same shits that we watch on TV. Why is why can podcasts be different? Like people saying it's oversaturated, so many of them Take your pick. Which one fits you? Like Take it. your it's not. That's, that's just like when uh like people come into stores and put their breads on the aisle, right? It's multiple, more than 10 breads on it. You gonna pick which one? <laughs> Everybody John Dirt's butter bread, sunbeams, honey wheat, store brand. Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> Great value. You feel Great me? value. So you, but you gonna uh, you gonna go up and down the aisle and press whichever one you want. And it just All depends right. on how much money you wanna spend. Do you feel you like go. do you feel like listening to an hour? Do you feel like listening to 30 minutes? Do you feel like listening to a book? Do you feel like getting ratchet? Do you feel like thinking? Do you wanna laugh? Yeah. Whatever you wanna and, do. And the biggest thing is I have learned stay in your lane. Please. Please. Bro, I have stayed in my lane consistently. I have stayed in my lane and I love it because if I have come to terms with some people just don't like informative podcasting. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's just fine. That's fine. Some people may not like literature. Why the fuck do I want to listen to a person telling me about a book? That's fine. But you is so many people in this fucking world, dog. Like I looked at my um my graph the other day, like this motherfuckers in South America. I don't know who I know in Germany. I don't know nobody and other than Europe. I know why they're listening to it. But you know, South America and the Caribbean islands, I'm like, hmm. Y'all, y'all fuck with the FWM? Fuck with you. Fuck with me? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
it's people out there because there's so many people that's in this world, bro. And I got so wrapped up with my city or the people that I know. Wanting the people that you know to fuck with you. And those are kind of the hardest ones to get on board mm -hmm. because A, they expect certain things from you. They, they know. B, some of them really kind of don't want to see you succeed. Mm -hmm. And C, you know, some people just want to, you know what I'm saying? They like, hey, they know what others want to hear because they want to hear that. So they kind of try to push you in a certain direction because they feel like I got to listen to it because I fuck with you, but I would like for other people to fuck with you too. Can you do this, that, and the other? And it's just like with all of that going back and forth in your mind, you're like, but what makes you happy? What is it that you enjoy? Because like you just said, stand in your lane. Books. There's so much to talk about. And I'm so I'm so humble and grateful when I hear it because they be like, you made me want to pick up a book. Y'all want to know a great compliment for me? That's it. <laughs> you you made me want to pick up a book. Like that's that's probably the best shit I could hear in a day. Um, outside my marriage, whatever. But you know, just the fact of I'm finding this lane, and like you said, I love it here because as I'm always reading, there will always be something to talk about. Like I just started a book today, Talent is Never Enough by John C. Maxwell. Have you heard of it? No, I'm known uh, Maxwell. Don't yeah, know. I've, I, and this is the first book of his that I picked up. That's the crazy part. So he has, he's got a pretty decent, great library. Great. Yeah. I'm ready to dive into it. Yeah. But that's the thing. What, what made you get that, that excitement, that joy to Read, man. I've always been a nerd. I've always been that, that bookworm as a kid. Um, shit, we took major advantage of the accelerated reader program in school. Um, if nothing else, just to get to them parties, man. So it was really... It was really you wanted the pizza? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You wanted the pizza? And what kind of Pringles I got? Pizza. Damn, pizza <laughs> Pringles. Damn. Bruh. And it was really, I, I attribute, and I said it on a post, I say it again. Shout out to Miss Tara Woods. That was my third grade teacher. She brought my class, the Harry Potter Sorcerer Stone. That's when that came out. Uh, she brought my class, little class set, audio, whatever. So we read his class and listened to it. But the amazing thing is she took us to the movies after we finished it to see Harry Potter. So you can imagine the excitement at suburban school, bunch of kids walking around with goddamn forehead tattoos and shit. You know, going to see this movie and that just sparked it because once we saw that, shit, Chamber of Secrets, shit, Prison of Azkaban, Goblet of come on. And it was around, and it was around the Order of the Phoenix. That shit was thick as a fuck. So we really wanted to read it because that's going to get you the most AR points. So, you know, just going through school, of course, losing that love for reading, for having to pass the class, that happened. But, after I done got out of school, finished my masters, working, everything like that, let's pick up a book and see what's up. You know what? And and when we got to high school, um, when I was in ninth grade, man, um, shout out to Miss Howard. You Carrie know. Howard. Listen, <laughs> boy, when I tell you Miss Howard was one of the most 
stern yes, it is. teachers. But I can honestly say that woman did care. She did. But it was some shit that I did not care about. <laughs> I must say, Isn't that boy, thing? listen, reading, she had that thing set up for the points mm-hmm. in her class. And I didn't like reading. So I'm like, damn, what can I get that's going to put me over the top? Because I just need one book per mar- per market period because we had it for a semester. Mm-hmm. Well, I need one book each time to get me over these points. What the fuck can I get? So what I started learning was the movies is just the book. Either the book was written after the movie or the movie was built, was wrote, was made from the book. So I was like, okay, I don't really like Harry Potter. Mm. Nah, Lord of the Rings. I had to sit for two marking periods and watch two fucking Lord of the Rings episodes of movies. That shit still got me my points. I had to. I had to. And you know, they three hours a piece. They two, three hours a piece. You think that Batman movie was long? I don't see that. You think that shit was long? Boy, go sit through the Lord of the Rings. You had some food and stuff with you, or you just had to look at the Man, listen. I had to take a day out of it because. Bruh, I, I, man, I just knew I had to do it. I knew I had to do it. Had to get you through. I knew I had to do it. I could not, I, because I didn't read it. So I don't know what, if I miss something, bruh, I could fail this test. So I had to pay attention to the whole thing. But, bruh, each one, each time that I, each one, I took the test for it both times, passed it, and I ain't never had to read another book. I got that out the way. Boom. You got a guardian angel because generally speaking, books are more detailed than a, than a movie. So if you got kids listening, don't let them try to finesse you like that. You can read that book. Yeah, I, I can't say not. Nah. I can't say. I I wish I could have read the books. Not that one. <laughs> but I knew, I looked at what, they had a list. Mm-hmm. You know, with that list on the accelerated reader, they are, it tells you which books weighs the highest. And we had that metric of how many points we needed for that, that metric to be met. Nigga, one book, it passes me over, do what you gotta do. Sorry. Hey, get it. Do what you got to do. And I did that. However, though, now that I got you and B-Jack in here, I want, I'm, and you a PK, he's very strong in the ministry. Me and Trey was on the phone the other night talking, and we got real spiritual, and we was talking about a couple things, the book, Bible, stuff like that. Man, what I, as I got older, I started really looking at like, I'm really hurt that as the Christian folks, our generation before us, how spiritual or God fearing they was, man. Now that things are more to the mind that you can see as foolery, that you can see that you'd be like, I really got fooled by this. The passion of Christ. We really, not only that we let them put a white man up on the wall. But, bro, we let Mel Gibson play in the Passion of Christ, and these black folks was passing out. Oh, yes, this is so yes. And I'm like, when I look at it now, I'm like, 
Boy, I know I was young. I know I was young. Because looking at that night, now I'm like, boy, that's so disrespectful. That movie was so disrespectful, dog. And not only, even if the story was true from what, how it was made, but for the Europeans to play that, to portray our God, our Savior, that he was died on the cross and stuff like that. He's the one that healed. A white man walked around and healed. Uh, and we was just letting like, yes, yes, give him a Grammy, give him an Emmy, give him a Grammy, give him, oh, give him all the awards. Like, that is, that was sickening to me, dog. Okay. I don't, we, I, well, from my understanding, God don't, I never, they never told me that God wasn't coming back. Like, we just go by of what we see. Uh, as far as like when I first got the on, like you talking about the, the white picture. Uh, I, it's been so long since I've been there, but it was, uh, it was a picture back there, but I don't, I don't put a, I don't put a color on. If you ask me, he's my color. But that just because I'm I'm representing for the black. But uh I thought he directed it. <laughs> now I got it. <laughs> Hold up. Um, Keep going, Duke. I I I see wait, yeah, go ahead. If he didn't, he's a white man. Go ahead. <laughs> but is 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 God really white though? We don't know that. Just people. It's a end of end. No, but it's not even God. It was Jesus. Yeah, he who who was he? So who played it? It was Jesus though. <laughs> it's Jesus. I want. This is upsetting me. I need to know. It was a white man. Yes, it was a white man. It was a white man. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, on dread, this person. That's the person to play Jesus. All right. Doesn't see Mel directed it. Bet. All right. So look, here's the thing. God it, himself, itself, the three entities has no color. That should, that should go without saying. Because again, something created the universe. All right. Something created the universe. I'm not here to debate the, theology, but again, these quasars... Planets and other galaxies had to originate from somewhere. So with that, if you want to go spiritual and religious, what have you, I mean, in the Bible, you have the skin of bronze, hair wool description of what Jesus is supposed to be like. Fine. Now, if we're going to look geographically, all this shit took place in the Middle East. So you can already count out white there because there's no white people in the Middle East. Um, and then you go a step further because our Christian doctrine does say Jesus, but you know, the more Hebrews say what? Yahweh? Yeshua. So that's, so that's again, a Middle Eastern dialect. Um, no, I don't think that anybody is supposed to know the color of God. Um, you know, if you just keep reading in the Bible and say that they go where no man can really, um, Describe and eyes are blinded in the presence of God, things that things like that. This is just what's in the Bible. Um, 
But when it comes to the Saturday of the Passion of Christ, the dude that played, I ain't gonna say he white. I don't know what he is, but he ain't he ain't all cockagoy. I ain't I can't stand on that. But it's his is his uh looking at that picture, is his skin of bronze? Nah. Uh hair wool? Nah. Alright, keep going. So my thing is I think people really got caught up in the production mm-hmm. of the passion. Mm-hmm. They were willing to look beyond those extenuating circumstances <laughs> and, you know, just embrace the aspect of how it played out. Um, I've watched the passion a couple of times as an adult and I can see how they would do that. Um, you know, you look at the, how it's all orchestrated and how graphic it is that gets caught up in the hype. Now, none of us on this earth can adequately depict what happened to Christ that weekend. Nobody was here. All you can do is go by what's written in, in the book. They said they beat this man all night long. You can't. What did they... So, let me ask you this. Beat. What all did they do to him? Beat. So, they... They now, they spit them? on him. Spit on him. They beat him. Beat him. And then how did they finish it off? What did they do to him? I mean, you know, like I said, press the thorn, the crown of thorns. They hung him. Hmm? They hung him. I mean, there were some things that led up to the actual getting on the cross. You no, know? I'm saying at the at the end go at the end, what what did he do? He got hung, he was right? On the cross. But that don't sound but like a black not, man. But that, that don't sound like Emmett Till. That don't sound like some shit we just see all the time. Yes, we. That don't sound like a black man. Yeah, that don't sound like black punishment. Uh, what's the word you want to use? I'm I, just asking. Yeah, it sounds like some. That just that sounds like some shit we go through regularly right now. Right? Mm-hmm. So, what I'm saying is, not looking of let. I understand where both of y'all are coming from. Mm-hmm. Can't put a color on God. Da da da. I feel you, but when things are put in your face like that, you read, and then you show me that. That's what I'm talking about. I understand what you're saying. Let's not. But if you're going to tell me to read something, but you're going to show me something different, like you said, you can't put a color on God. You can't. Okay, but why are you putting this in the Bible? Giving me a description of this figure and then going to show me something different to my visual. Very much so. That's what anger. That's what bothers me. Yeah. That part. They, They falsely depicted you know, the being of this person. That's, that's understandable. I, I get it. And it's just like, I feel like because we on Western soil, the aspect of black, white, all of that, that's, that was, let's not go back to slavery because I don't feel like that train today. Like, you know, that's that's what they brought Toot, over. Toot. That's I mean, if you try to go down, then what's up? Tell me what's on your mind, Matthew. I mean, you know how it was the European slave masters that really tainted and manipulated the Bible to make the slaves do what they want. That obey your master shit, that wasn't supposed to be for no slavery. That was supposed to be, yeah, you might be working or something like that. It's other facets of master, but they did all of that to try to literally brutalize these people if they disobeyed them and said it was ungodly. Foolishness. Also, you know, slavery, they went to the lips of overseeing the black pastors that was out. They preached to the slaves to make sure they ain't said nothing too out the way. Come on, man. That's not. Yes. That's so not they right. had to, for you to preach the word, you had to get permission. Yeah. You basically had to give a syllabus. Mm-hmm. You had to basically give 
your your what's your sermon? What are you going out what here you teaching? About today? What you talking about? If you go too much into black liberation, them reading and you know freedom, that's when it gets chopped. Like they not you don't you don't see that in the mega churches now. You don't see that in TD Jakes. You don't see that in Creflo. You don't see that in Eddie. Yeah, you got to elaborate. So check it, right? All right. With the things that's going on right now in the world, okay? A lot of those mega churches get their money from who? It's not for them to be as big as they are. The following has to be because for you to be socially uh, marketed, for you to be as big as you are, for you not to be getting taken down, for I believe, and this is what it is, when you your tax bracket hits to a certain amount of money, you answer to a certain amount of people. It's, there's a group of people you have to talk to because that is your permission. Because $100,000, oh, after you make a $50 million, you start making uh you considered as elite. After you get sit after you get a hundred million up and there, you elite. When you start bringing that type of money in, you have a different type of following. You have a different type of influence. So just like Kanye said, nobody listens to you until you get money. When you're that big, the things that you say out your mouth, people follow. If you say the wrong thing, we're going to take you down. What's the preacher name that uh, he just so happened to keep getting caught cheating and he got to keep buying his wife cars? John Gray. Right. I mean, how? Like, how? Do, and it's not even that. He, he's he's lusting. He ain't, he ain't even had sexual encounters with these women. You know what I'm saying? Like, the first one, with the first car she bought, he was, he was, he was lusting over her. But the thing about it is, with the things that is going on in this world, why, if you are a pastor, not saying that you got to be in the forefront, but what are you doing for those, your culture of the community to make sure that they have a say? If you have that much influence, what are you doing? Why are you not bringing them together to march, to make, and not saying physically marching, but of the change that's coming about to, to make an influence of the change. All you're doing is taking the money from the people, buying your cars, buying your jets. What are you doing? Because you know why? Because I, like I told you the other day when we was talking, the, once the pandemic came, it was just about that building because when that building got shut down, how many people talked about church? Everybody don't feel like, Church is being had unless they go to that building with that cross on the top and then that, that picture in the building. They don't care about church because they feel like that building is what it's all about. When they, when, when they had to take that PPP loan out, out of them had to get that money back. They had to bring the men of Christ to their knees because if the people was the ones that really was the ones that got you through it all. Why did you have to go get that PPP loan? Why do you felt that you had to rush and get how you felt like you had to panic? You know what I'm saying? If your faith in God, see, they say faith is about as big as a mustard seed. But a lot of people just say that because it sounds good. Yes, things come about 
things happen to make you feel like, oh my God, what am I going to do? But you will see who really crumbles because at the end of the day, when you had to come ask for that money, what you going to do for us? I really, and I, I hear what you're saying. And I really feel like there are multiple responsible parties with that. Okay. One, it's, it's a responsibility of that pastor to know the word to properly allocate funds. You feel me? Like, I'm not a Bible scholar, so I can't tell you all that. But I just read a book called How to Become a Millionaire God's Way. And, you know, it, it talks about, yeah, God wants everybody to be prosperous. He wants everybody to have abundance. Yeah. Abundance. They want they the Bible, God wants us to have abundance. So it is the responsibility of that, of that pastor to know how to maneuver. And because my dad is a pastor, I can I stand on the hill to know that, you know, he's not misappropriating no funds. He's not buying no bullshit with what's coming into the church because what people fail to realize is that separated separation of church and state. The people in the church, unless it's already paid off and they ain't got nothing else to pay for, they are the prime, the core proprietor of making sure things are happening in that church. That pastor, depending if he's working another job throughout the week or if that's his sole profession, he can only do so much because that pastor still has a family to take care of more than likely. He still has to make sure that he's living because what people also fail to realize is it's that pastor that's getting called two, three o'clock in the morning to come pray with your loved one that just passed away. and You ain't half that church. No way. So it's a, it's a, it's a fact that people got to really get, get a grip on the whole giving aspect. It's become so tainted because we see the jets of, major passes, we see these grand estates and shit like that. If I'm giving, what, why, why should I give if they just gonna live it up? But it's also the responsibility of the attendant of that church. Where is your money going? After you give your 10%, what is you That's doing with your I'm money? That's where I'm getting that. That's where I'm getting that. If I'm giving you all of this, I don't care that you buying a Benz. It's not even all of it. It's I, 10%. I don't, I, I don't care because the 10% is not supposed to be going to you anyway. It's going to the church. It's, it's going, going to, to the church. The what's supposed to come to you is what I give as my offering. Mm-hmm. I that my offering is what puts you puts in your pocket. The ties keeps the lights, the water, everything, the property tax. That's what that's supposed to go to. But my thing is this: when you have these cheerful givers, mm-hmm. That goes back to my question. You have all these cheerful givers. These givers' sons are getting killed out here. Mm-hmm. These givers are getting kicked out of their houses. These givers having real issues. But again, I do also see a lot of pastors too with this. You're going to pray for me, but yo, you, you're going to tell me to sow a seed like your prayer is not going to get past the ceiling unless I sow something that I'm asking you to pray for me. You know what I'm saying? So would you want your boss to keep asking you favors and you ain't getting nothing? Okay. No, but that's different though. Okay. So, so, okay. I like where you're going at with that. So let me say why it's different because at the end of the day, you're doing this because you are called from God to do it. You're not my, I'm not your employer. I'm your follower that you told me that you can lead me. Yes. 
And here's here's the thing about that. While most people would like to think that being a pastor is benevolent, though he may be called, though, and this is such a difference from the time of the Bible to now, because the sense of currency is different. Yes. Back in the day, they had probably, you know, coins and shit like that. But even you brought up uh, Passion of Christ. I, I like to watch Son of God sometimes because even in that time, they would still talk about giving to taxes. They would still talk about giving to the church. They would still talk about putting away in your storehouse for a rainy day. So it's just like when it comes to your pastor, he has to have some type of way of sustaining himself, especially if that's his only Source of income. If he chose to, that's his only. Ooh, but then that comes from why the pastor's doing what they're doing. Yeah, because you, you, because you, and that's why when him, that's why when he act, when B asked me about, um, why I did this, right? It's because I always tell him, man, the shepherds, we, I, I went away from thinking the shepherds did not always have to be in the pulpit. You know what I'm saying? And, Back growing up, that's what we seen and that's what we that's what we were taught that when you are gifted and you are called that you have to go and get in the pulpit to lead the pulpit to to get the people to listen. Because that goes back to, like I said, what Kanye said, your influence does not start until you are. They don't hear you until you make money. So that's the people right. are not going to believe what you say, that you can heal, that you can pray for somebody unless you are ordained. And the difference is, you know, that's why I don't ever want to do that. Because like you said, when someone chooses for that to be their only source of income, that's when the that gets real sticky. I don't ever want to have to feel that way. If this is just something that God has put on me to pass the message to my people. I don't need this to be my source of income. Not, a, not, not everybody's called to be a pastor. That is the realest shit that can be said because there is a certain level of sacrifice, humility, selflessness. All that is tied into a pastor. Now, selfishness is you give me $30, $40 and I come pray for you. So even this, right? Not to even interrupt you. Your job that you have, if you really want to be technical, your position that you have, every time that pastor gets called, if it's three in the morning, you got to go. You don't know about You got to go. No matter which you got going on, his job, your job is just as to keep him covered. So just imagine, bruh, you know what I'm saying? And yours is free. You just a protector for free. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm saying how you look at it, bro, and and I and I I, I want people to know it's not about nitpicking and it's not pocket watching. Mm -hmm. It's all about being real about the situation of okay, if you're doing it this way, bro, how can you help these people that look? so highly of you and they depend on you, not for you to just so you can pay their bills up, but your spiritual nature is what they need from you. What are they, you investing back Exactly. In what are you investing back to them? Building stuff in the community. You know what I'm saying? Eddie Long, 
you know, that goes back to, like I said, with the, with the Christian backgrounds, like they touching kids. You know, somebody trusts you enough. You touching these kids, man. You somebody that is a God fearing man that they will trust you to have their kids alone with you, bruh. Sadly. Very sadly. You know what I'm saying? We get that from looking at what the Europeans did. You know what I'm saying? Those was the things that they did. That is the the religions that they followed, the 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 the, the Catholics. You know what I'm saying? The 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 Catholic Church, bro, the Pope. You know what I'm saying? I seen some pictures that they post, man. The Pope, the Pope kissing a a, a baby's bare bottom. You know what I'm saying? What what? How can you trust a man that much to say he's your your leader? That you would just give him your child like that? Oh, I mean, we what? I don't know how other churches, you know, go by, you know, showing their respect to, you know, the appreciation to, you know, the pastors. But um, what we do, we do a love offering. You know what I mean? To show his, you know, appreciation of what he do for the church. You know, um, I, tr- I, I've been under him for about, it's about two years, maybe going on three, but you could say what 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 drove me to be connected to him, like his his leadership and his his love for God and his spirit, like his spirit for like it's it's very pure and it's real. I mean, you don't got to be, you know, you 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 ain't no dummy, man. You know what's what what's up, right? Uh, but as we continue to like, as as I continue to be with them, uh. Church-wise, that's when, you know, I started getting attacked by, you know, enemy, the devil. You know what I mean? I got to do, just like he's doing his work, I got to do my work as well at home. I can't just show up at church and, you know, and, you know, like I be telling y'all, some days it be, you know, it's tough. I'm human. You know what I mean? But I got to continue, just like he pray in the, in the closet or however, however he pray. Outside of the church, you just got to stay connected with God. You got to build that relationship. You got to make sure you, you good. Yeah. God don't expect you to be perfect, but he do want you to live true. You know what I mean? Sure. So as I continue to, you know, build and, 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 and group for the man and not just watch over him, you know, spirit, but, uh, uh, flesh as well. You know what I mean? Just making sure that he's always connecting, like we, like I always said in the, in the beginning, to show his appreciation. Because, like he said, um, brother Matt, you could be getting, he be getting calls, you know, in the middle of the night, hey, sister, such and so in the hospital. You know, can you, can you pray? You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he's going to do it because he's the pastor. That's it. But you gotta also, whoever made that call, gotta also be able to pray as well. You know what I mean? That goes back to so much faith and idle faith of that person. That's where I'm getting it. I just don't understand. You can't you can't always blame that on the pastor though. Now if they now if the pastor is doing some egregious shit, that's one thing. But when you have a pastor who is actually 
a student and steward of the word and actually, like he said, pure and transparent and doing mm-hmm. it for the love of his mission of serving God, you can't blame a teacher if the student failed. But we're talking about mega churches, though. We're talking about the mega ones. We're not talking about our ones. So you said we're talking about the mega ones. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm bad. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, but I, all mega churches ain't is not flawed. You it's it's not, bro. We're not. I'm not saying that all of them are so flawed. I gave you names and I told you to pick. I pick. <laughs> give me some. Give me some pros. Give I, me some pros of the names I gave you. I gave you Eddie. I gave you TD. I, I gave you Creflo. I, I gave you all Eddie. of them because he did. Yeah. My bad. My bad, Eddie. My bad. But I gave you some other ones then. Give me some pros. Give me some pros. So you can lead, so you can lay me down. You said all megas are not flawed. Okay, but I named some. So give me some pros. I think, I think Pastor, Pastor Stephen Furtick, he, he I didn't give you that. I gave you some names. How you gonna just live some names? I told I gave you the names and give me some because you said not all, but I gave you specific names for a reason. So give me pros of the names that I gave you. Of those, those, the ones that I gave you, yes. I can't call up the past somebody you, you, because you give you. You telling me? <laughs> listen, you telling me they're not you all. You want to shine light on the ones that? Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I never seen like TDJ had a jail. I don't. I don't know that for sure. But I know he been in the game for for for. I'm talking since he had hair in the '90s, and then plus TDJ is not just a pastor, author, producer. Like how is that? How is that bad? If he's using other platforms right. to push the word of God, even even his daughter Sarah Jace. Sarah Jace, yeah, she, she had a baby at thirteen. Fine, okay, you want to go there? Man, been teaching forever, yes. but she still had a child at thirteen. Because people gonna do it. Fuck whatever they gonna do anyway. And look and what she's doing. She's all she's an author, just like her dad. She's co-pastor, co-pastor, her husband, thriving family. Like it's they with everything. There's a positive and a negative. But it's, it's, <laughs> we got to focus more so on the positive of the matter because, yeah, I, and I can't speak on all the different passages that you mm-hmm. talked about. I can't. Off the simple strip, I ain't in their business to know what they got going on. Right. But what I can see is the fact that, you know, I'm going to stick to Jake's because I've read a plethora of his books. His, brand hasn't changed since I was introduced to him as a young boy. Like nothing about it has changed. This man, yes. Like I said, depending on your church and depending on the the what they can give, it that it's right. all dependent. But again, this man didn't just limit himself to the pulpit. You know what all that come down to? When I took what I had uh, brought to the platform earlier about the bread on the shelf. It's all about what you pick. What up is you gonna look at it and try to okay, well, let me see what Pastor Gray's talking about. Hmm, he's all right, but I need a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Let me see what Pastor uh Fertet talking about. That's even like um Pastor, what's this, this church right here? Um Ricky Tim. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, he's he's not my cup of tea, but I mean he's a he he's 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 a he's more of a, a teacher. You got you got teachers, you got you got, you got showmen. You know what I mean? He's a good guy. 
You know what I mean? But it's <laughs> why you looking like that, bro? I'm waiting for to y'all break, to finish. No, we trying to break it down to you. To I know where you can understand, and I like that. So I mean, it's just all about what you what you like. Some 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 people like those patches. <sighs> it, 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 that's your that's your denomination. Okay. You know what I mean? I said that for a reason. <laughs> now, here, we, too, man. Here, like here we go. I got the walking man. So I said that to say this because it is about mostly, like I said, of what they give. Um, somebody was present during one of those conferences. Uh, and what is it? Women Die Loose uh, was created by who? Jake. Got you. All right. And there was a reason why. Women. Mm-hmm. Women are the most powerful ones in your church. Because why? You know, that's who pay the most money. Because why? Women are very emotional creatures. They move on emotion. You get them excited, they will give you every last dollar they have in their pocket. And when did that dollar come from? It's so you that man. So you saying he capitalized on the femininity? Okay. Let me finish then, because I let y'all finish. <laughs> I let y'all finish. Okay, I, let, I let y'all finish, right? All right. That was a biggest thing because all before Yolanda then was trying to come through. Um, uh, Shirley was big. Um, but again, they're women. So, you know, back then they weren't allowing, they felt like a woman could not lead a church. But can we say that they weren't as powerful and spiritual as that man? Because women had to sit back and let the man move. But the men, you can only get a certain amount of men to do what they wanted to do because men have, they're going to think, you know, you want me to sow a seed? I only got $1,500. My rent do. But you said, if I sow the seed and pray, he's going to multiply. But if you get that woman excited, because if a man gives his last $1,500 and come home and say, baby, she like, hey, where the rent money? Gave it to the church, baby. And pastor said, sow that seed. I prayed. We got it. What that woman going to say? Why you freaking crazy? You gave our rent money? Let that woman go to that conference. Give that same last $1,500. She come home. He said, baby, you know, I, I gave you the 1500 I don't got to go pay the rent. She said, oh, baby. Gave it to the church. They said, sow the seed. The fuck, that was the only $1,500 we had. But listen, baby, God is going to multiply, right? That So... And I'm getting somewhere with that, right? I'm waiting. Somebody was present. I have some preachers. So you got um, some preachers that's down here um, that was able to go and connect with the big ones in the conference. Sitting down, they said, yeah, man, it's good out there, man. So they had each one of them go out there. Get everybody riled up. A lot of women riled up. One man, uh, one of the preachers, I didn't even call his name, came back and said, y'all ready? Say, what's going on? He's like, man, what's going on? This is a preacher that that never really, he's new to it, to them, right? So he's excited. So he's like, what's about to go on now? He said, we're about to set the atmosphere. So what you mean? About to set the atmosphere. He said, so what you saying about that? We're about to get them real excited. They're going to pull out them pocketbooks. Watch this. 
Went out there, got them all riled up. All that happened, all you see was them brown baskets. So that's what I'm saying. I hear what you're saying. Only thing about it, I ain't discrediting what y'all saying. I understand. But it all comes back to that dollar, dog. And when you get that dollar, what you're doing, because again, now I'm not discrediting Jake's because he's been in the game for a long ass time. That man is powerful. He's been in there before he, do Jake still got him? But he ain't got nothing on top of his head. Okay. Well, we've been around when he got a haircut like you with a part in the front <laughs> in the 90s. So Jake, did TD been in the game? TD been in the game for a minute now. So even with that, so that's just like you said, you take the good, you highlight the good. So I gave you three other ones and you gave me one too. So y'all highlighted the best one, which was Jake's. Because Cruff, we can't talk about Eddie because he did. Right. But I, I I really don't. I mean, I heard it in Cruff, but I never it's, it's more of a Jake thing. And I feel like that is one that you guys, that is that you are advocate followers because that's something that you've been, like you said, since a little boy. So I don't want three options. So I so I don't want to I don't want to take away from Jake though, because like you said, he's correct. But I said that for a reason, um, just to see what y'all say. But again, with the women thing, man, it it, it circles back. So what are you doing with that dollar? that we give. That's the only reason why I ever brought this up. It never was to say that it's shady so much of shady. I'm saying you can own with big platforms like that. Like you said, they have to report back. Those mega churches have to report back. What message are you giving? Because again, if you, it's not what you know, it's the following that comes behind it. Are you waking these people up? Or are you keeping them blind? Sure. That's my message when I'm asking you these guys. I'm not saying that them guys is fucking bitches, cheating on their wives, anything like that. I'm asking, of all the dollars that we're putting into you, mm-hmm. what are you giving back? On a positive basis of saving these lives, of not just saying you're saving souls to go to heaven. Because this life is rented. We got to give this back. We got to give it back. So if I'm going to give you 10% or not, because 10% is what's in the Bible. So my offering that I give, because it's tithes and offering, your offering is what's going to, what you are supposed to put in your pocket. So the offering that I'm giving you, what are you giving back to? And not just saying, because I'm keeping your mortgage paid, your car note. I don't give a damn if you stay in a million dollar house. I don't give a damn if you drive a Rolls West. I don't care what you spend your money on for you because at the end of the day, when you work, you deserve to live. So I don't care that you driving the Benz. Oh, he taking my money and buying the Benz. Nigga, I like this type of car. <laughs> I deserve, if I'm working and preaching, how my lifestyle, you should not get mad about my lifestyle. I'm not, I don't, I'm not one of them ones of saying, well, I'm driving this Honda, this 1999 Honda Civic and you driving a Beamer. No, that's not where I'm going at. What I'm saying is with the money that we're giving, how are you helping these youth in the community wise? Stop giving me books. Stop giving me messages. What work are you putting in? You just gave me movies, productions. You gave me books. So I'm thinking when you say production, maybe you're saying he's 
Even employment, maybe? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But okay. So what else are you giving? Because employment, so what about the ones that's not old enough to work? You're telling me you're giving it for their family. Okay. But then you got young guys out here that don't like to read. They're not going to pick up your fucking book. They're not old enough for you to employ them. So what are you doing for them to save the guys that are out here getting killed every single day? What message are you putting? Because you know, police brutality. What are you? Reverend Sharpton, we, we're tired of seeing that. We're tired of seeing Jesse. We're tired of seeing them same too. Tired of it. So you're saying other passengers step up and say, say something. It, because, that, because at the end of the day, their influences are not as big as TD. We just seen them more. Jesse ain't got no influence. We just know that's who they call when it's a, 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 a civil rights or, or, or a situation of brutality. That is just that one call. They like 411 pain. That's who you fucking call. That is, is, is exact. Like we just know Sharpton and Jackson. That's who we call to. Sharpton train too. And, he, and his legs about this big. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga legs about this big. I'll, talking about you a trainer. Right. <laughs> but you know, my thing is, those are the biggest influencers. They, they house everybody on a Sunday. They house everybody on a Sunday, dog. But why, you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm asking. I, I don't know if y'all took it as of saying how they spend their money or they need to be perfect. No, I'm not asking that. No. I'm asking, what are they doing outside to help us? And not even me, because I, I don't need them. I mean, you can pray for me. I, I don't believe that I got to. I, I have pastors that I believe that's in that church right around the corner that that's been there for 100 years, 200 years, that his prayer is just the same as T.D., I don't have to go because at the end of the day, when your church become that big, how are you vested in knowing your members? Mm. They become a number. They are just a number. But the only reason why you know them is because the, the, the secretary keeps track of them ties. Your members list and how often they pay their ties. And you only, and you only, Call Sister Shirley because, hey, I see you ain't paid your tithes in a while. You know, you still a member or you're going to snatch that membership away. You can't snatch membership away like that in these small churches because they need you. And we don't realize the membership in the small church only was because not because of time, because most of the ones that is how you're able to use that church when it's time for your last hurrah of become before you bury. It happens when you want to get married. You have your funeral. You, it's the building. It's all about the building. That's the benefit. If your church talk about revoking your membership off of your giving, you need to reevaluate a couple of things. That's not a God. Because again, you know, when your membership also, that's what Belevenant is for. You know what I'm saying? When you're about to get um, evicted. Yeah. That's who you come to. But if you ain't paying no tithes, how can they give you some money? If you look at that list, that's their excuse to say, hmm, have you been coming to church? Have you been paying your tithes? So it's not that, oh, revoking a membership when you need help. 
They go back to that list. Yeah, like if you if you're not, you know, active in the church, it's not fair of you to expect the church to do for you. That's not that's not right. But the church is there. I don't care. It's 511 churches in Savannah. But you remember, but are you going to a random church asking for help? Are you consistently at church? Or are you you're even consi- if you even if you're spiritual, okay? okay. Even if you're spiritual, you don't belong to a church. You're doing that on your own time, right? If I'm if I'm that nomadic person and I'm not I don't I'm not belonging to a church home that I join and I'm that's where I'm going, I don't need to be going to um Kenny Grant at Calvary, be trying to figure out how I'm gonna pay a light bill. I don't need to go to Ricky Temple, try to figure out what I'm gonna do next if I'm not faithfully serving at that church. That's some foolishness. And people do that. And they like to raise a lot of sand. Oh, they're not gonna help. Are you helping the church? It's a two-way street. I get it. I don't that's that's a and when you look at it that way. That's different because when I'm speaking about that, I would not rather want a random motherfucker just come in my church and ask him for help. Of uh, other for financial help of your life's about to get cut out. Not prayer. Yeah. But I'm speaking of members. A person that goes to church and they just don't give tithes. Because it's people who, even if they if they fell on hard times, it just so happens always. And I've seen it happen. You fall on hard times, you've been giving your tithes. It's just you ain't had a job in seven, eight months. You've been scrapping together money to just be able to make it and you stop paying tithes. Because at the end of the day, it's say 10%. But if I'm only making $100, $200 a week, that $20 to give that, it seems like a lot. But then you look at that list and say, I just need help. But when you look and say, well, when the last time you paid your tithe? That's what I'm speaking on. Not a random person that got it. Now, you know, anytime that I speak about something, I'm always not surface level. So that's why I let y'all talk because y'all responses are always going to be surface level with me. It's always. So I always want to ask you a little deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? So everyone that y'all gave me, I was going to walk y'all ass down this rabbit hole. Then I, and I love that. That's why Brandon like, why are you looking like that? It's like, I'm just waiting for you to finish. I hear it all. I'm just waiting for you to finish. But we're not talking about the random guy. We're talking about the ones that fell on hard times. Okay. So if they fell on hard times. And you've been in the church. You are a member of this church. That means that before your light got cut off, somebody knew you was on hard times. If you, if you, if your light, George Powell, come and turn your shit off, you had a couple months to know this shit was happen. So if you're a member and you're connected with your church, and this is the part of fellowship. Mm-hmm. You talking to that person, not on some, not on some, I need a handout, but that person knows what you're going through. You go to the same thing, very transparent. And I mean, yeah, the benevolent offering in my church, we do a little, that's a little different. You know, that's, <coughs> that's not what tithe offering, but it's like, if I go to your church, you, you the pastor or you the somewhere, you know, connected, I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to try to do that as opposed to, or hell, just the person I am try to do it myself first. But nevertheless, even if you're a member and hell, depending on what church deem a serious matter. That's another thing. Some church may not think 
utilities is a major thing. Somebody may think something else. It don't matter. But it's 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 all circumstantial to me. Um, okay. Let's stay there. All right. It deems whatever is, but it comes with fellowship. (laughs) (laughs) You saw I start looking like that. It comes with fellowship. But Christian faith, Christian following, judgmental. That's why the fellowship falls short. Because if I tell you everything was going on, now you're in my business about the other shit that I do. Why my bills ain't paid. Well, if you did this, you did this. But most of that stuff is not even the reason why I got there. So it don't matter. I'm on hard times. It's not like I'm going in the script club blowing money. It's not like I'm going here buying Gucci. Some people just have it. But the thing about it is, well, they talking about they lights getting cut off, but they've been down there doing X, Y, Z. In the black community, in that black church, in that Christian faith, it's a lot of judgmental. So. When you say it comes with fellowship, the reason why the fellowship and the reason why you can't talk it out is because of judgmentalness. They judge people. That's why it does not happen. So, yes, I may have known my life's going to get cut off. Georgia Power been sending me that goddamn notice. You damn right. But what I've been doing was trying to make sure I have exhausted all my avenues to make sure I don't have to go ask you. But, but you did. Not everybody do that. And people don't like people. But people don't like people. When I'm speaking about I... I'm just saying, most, you know what I'm saying? I'm just speaking of some people then. It's just, I would have done it, but I'm giving everybody else the benefit. Let's just look at, let's just put other people in my mindset then, okay? Or just say that they are like me. Because even if they're not, can we not give them the grace and mercy to say that they could be? You know what I'm saying? They could be. So if we say that they could be, if we look at everybody and say they could be until they're shown that they're not, why do I turn them away? Why do I do whatever, whatever? Go ahead, Bree. I just feel like, man, if you if if you got a, a connect, or you should have a connection with your pastor or the 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 finance, you know, people in the, uh, in the building. <clears throat> I think most people just don't like the rejection part. That too, but let's be real. Other than the pastor, everybody else that's in the auxiliaries, the secretary. Treasurer, mm-hmm. they ain't got no fucking background of doing that shit. That's just somebody they chose to do that shit. So it's not like they know how to be business oriented with this shit to where they know how to keep their fucking mouth closed. Well, they ain't gonna say all uh, everybody. Is just, Let's be real. That church that's been sitting for two hundred years. That old lady that been doing that shit. She gotta be old. Now, we, Ain't no old ladies working. My so look, and and that's and that's because it has changed. It has evolved now. But let's look at when we were younger, right? We're now thirty. Let's go back to two two thousand five. Let's go back to two thousand eight. Let's go back to two thousand and one. It was that fucking seventy eight year old. That was that sixty five year old doing that shit. We have just now had to maneuver and change the church because let's be real too. I remember a time when church has been revolving because praise dance was frowned upon for a little minute too. Uh, they had to get used to that. Mm. Now people rap. The older folks was not feeling that rap, right? That gibberish, that hip hop, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. In the church, we need the hymn. We need the same hymns. But do we forget Kurt Franklin was in that bitch tough with that rap shit. 
I'm talking when about GP. You feel me? Yeah. Revolution. Listen. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We have a church. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah. You feel me? Like, come on. Yeah. It's a lot of hypocrisy in there. So I feel where y'all are coming from. I do. Huh? It's that control, like you said, when you said about the slavery part. That control to tell a person how to feel, what to do, and ha- and fearful if they don't do it a certain way. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So that's why I was going that with that, man. But like, that's why I say I just like to hear y'all responses because y'all, oh, y'all was coming at me too, but y'all, y'all I, I just, what? Just, you, you was talk. giving it to me. Just, like, y'all was giving it to me. I was like, damn. So where you could understand, man. Y'all, I feel I you. And I understand you. it though. I feel it. I'm, I'm a, I am one that you got to go to the simplest form. I'm I'm one of that, but boy, and I'm and y'all were hitting some real good points. I was like, mm. Mm. and I was like, yeah, they right, they right. But I was like, damn, it's always another point to it. It always is, it always is, and there's two sides to a coin, and it's a, it's a left, a right, a up, and a down. But we just took all this shit, bro, and and we all came and left this shit with this, you know what I'm saying? Different ways and different views of of how it go. And we don't take nothing of it because and it's no disrespect because, like I said, your dad, you know, and God rest your soul, your mom. You know what I'm saying? Like you have grown up in that. So it's nothing. Like I said, when it comes to someone like your father, that is a leader of men and a leader of a city, a leader of a community. It has not. I'm never saying anything about how the, the his walk. The way he handled his church. But on the holistic of when you have small people like him, the bigger people, how are they helping him? Because you can't touch that community. He's in the community. But you know what? If you was in my community, you're taking the small people from me and bringing them all there. So are you bringing me up with you? To come in yours, to have a part of yours, or are you going to just look at me as a member or how are we helping the ones that, because again, it is these hood kids, it is these kids that need help, these tutoring, sports, to keep these kids, the AAU teams, the communities, these, these, these dying community centers. You know what I'm saying? We can't rely on the city. The city of whatever, the city of Atlanta, the city of Savannah, we can't rely on them because they're only going to give how much they feel like we should to keep us in a budget. Yes, to keep us within that that bubble. But you have that. You got that. It's it's nothing about pocket watching. But again, how can you save that from dying? From them from dying? That's all my question is. But man, you know, I'm glad. Mr. O2 Lit. Yes, sir. Came through. Um, well, you know, uh, Trey, you came through late, man. And um, uh, you just heard a uh a little snippet of of things, man. So I just wanna, you know, go around before we finish up, man, and start with you though. Um, like what what did you get, man? How you feel about just the small stuff that you heard? <laughs> well, um, I was hearing it. I was absorbing it. Um, I have a point of view, but I didn't want to really impose that because I was late. I just wanted to respect the platform 
respect the guests. I just wanted to just listen and just absorb. So that's what I've, what I've done. Um, and I feel like that there were some good points that were presented. I think there were some good questions that were, I think there were some good questions posed. And I feel like everybody's got a point of view and there's some valid, valid points and point of views. And so, uh, that's, that's what I have to contribute at the moment. Um, I feel like, uh, this conversation can be continued maybe sure. on another episode and I will share my thoughts on things and my perspective based off of my knowledge of scripture. But, uh, I don't think it's the time for that. So, <laughs> so, uh, I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> Part two. B? Um, tonight's session was, uh, really dope. Um, uh, I appreciate, once again, you know, I always gotta give you a flowers every time I touch the mic, though. If it wasn't for you, I won't be here. You know what I mean? But, uh, Brother Matthew, man, I, this my, actually my first time, you know, meeting first a man. Time. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I always pick up on energy. You feel me? And his energy, as soon as he walked in, it was just, you know, like like we say nine days, it was a vibe. You know what I mean? Uh, got some great wisdom, just like he told me in the beginning when I first met him. He brought me on the books. He about to get my, my mind sharp. Now you about to be even sharper. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> you no, hear me? Um, I just appreciate Brother Matt for coming on here and enlightening me on some great things. Uh, once again, just touching on the, the book from, um, I believe it's John C. Maxwell. Um, I'm about to start tuning in and kind of finding time to put that in my schedule, just like I just told y'all last week, how I move and start my day now. And that's another, you know, um, Think I'm about to put in my schedule as in reading books, man. So okay. I appreciate you for coming on here and helping me um do that. But uh like I said, bro, keep doing what you're doing. I just show I just asked Jay, um, show him the podcast that you know I was looking for yours. And he told me that's that's what it was. So I got you locked in, man. I'm gonna support, I'm gonna listen I you, and um continue doing your thing, man. I appreciate everything you're doing on your platform. Man, that nigga Matt dope, nah. That motherfucker dope, nah, but like he a reader, bro. So you know, with with readers, you know, we we got to get away from surface level. So you got to talk to a person like that differently, and that's how the connection and the conversations go. This is reason why we went all the way left on the on the other topic of his. You saw exactly what happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that shit went phew. And this is how we got down. Then, bruh, he is very intelligent, bruh. Very intelligent. If I would have known he was on break, if he would have told me this when I initially, because I already, bruh, I done scheduled Matt a week. If Matt would have told me his ass was on a break and he, he could, we could have been got your ass in here, man. <laughs> told me he was on a, you didn't tell me he was on a break. I told everybody else. No, you didn't. You didn't tell me. Did you, man? <laughs> Just like how you said earlier, did you say that? I put it on my season finale. Mm. Mm. 
What you gotta say, Jay? Touche. 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 You're right. Touche. Yeah, I gotta get back on that one. Allow me, allow me though, bro. Like, for one, thank you. First time in a rabbit hole. Goes, it went down. Um, the perspective, oh my God, just seeing how everyone views the mechanisms of the church. That's, that's dope because there's a misnomer, you know, in the community, especially black community. And we're not going, I'm not going to do a whole summary, but I will, I will leave off with this. Thank you, both you gentlemen, Trey, BJ, BJ. <laughs> I, I reciprocate exactly what you said. Both of y'all just, you know, seem solid. Y'all seem very grounded. Got that mental like that. I love the perspective. So shit, I might have to get y'all on. Oh, too lit. Um, <laughs> oh, too lit. But. I'm going to say this for the listeners. Listen, shepherd got to have a flock of sheep to be a shepherd. Mm-hmm. And that pastor, like you said at the top, not every pastor needs to be in the pulpit. John the Baptist was in the wilderness telling telling people, not even talking on himself, but saying, make way, the kingdom of God is coming. Like he was setting the stage for his cousin who he knew was about to come through and redeem all of us. He didn't need the man eight bugs. He was in tatty, you know, tat, right? Tatty, Chill, tatty bro. clothes. But he went out into the world and spread a message. And that's what we have to do. I'm not saying leave the church. I'm not saying that because everybody needs that fellowship. But get your information on your own. That pastor can't do everything for you because expectations. I read a book about expectations. That's where the downfall is. You expect that pastor to move mountains for you, but you're not even picking up the first stone. Mm. Like how? You got to be able to do for yourself. The pastor is supposed to be planting seeds in you week by week, multiple times a week for you to build up your spiritual fortitude to tackle these situations on your own. He don't, don't put that shit on your pastor. Take accountability. And that was something we didn't talk about earlier with that money situation. Y'all don't like when people tell you how to move right, mm-hmm. but calling everybody else wrong. Right. You cannot do if you spending that, if you're doing that 10%, maybe just maybe you need to scale back your, your livelihood or not your life, your lifestyle. Live beyond you under your means or trust God that He's going to come through for you. Cause yes, you hear it all the time. They say you got more bills than money. You don't know how you made it through. Shit, 28, I'm seeing that now. I remember waking up, panic attacks, mm-hmm. not knowing how, ooh, shoot, two o'clock in the morning waiting for my check to drop so I can go to the ATM to get money out before oh, other stuff be done. Come on, man. Yes, but you, But you got to have that faith. And how did I get that faith? Not because my dad is a pastor, but because what him and my mother put into me. You have, you, you got to do it on, you got to figure it out. Don't, don't, don't hold all your, your anchor can't be in the person. Your anchor can't be in the building. Your anchor got to be in this word and your beliefs in God. That's what's, that's the only thing that's going to pull you through. Oh, too lit. Oh, <laughs> too lit. You know, that's, that's definitely where I was going at on, um, if when I asked about what are they doing, it's solely because of their, 
they're they're only looking for you to save. This goes back to even I hear people complain about the president. You know, we're looking so much on who can lead instead of taking it upon yourself and finding your way. You just need that person to keep you grounded. I don't need, they, I need a moral compass. Exactly. Like it's it's not about that person can't direct you through life. They can only just give you the spiritual food you need. That's all. They can only give you the spiritual food you need to keep you from starving. That church is where you can get that food at. Can I say one thing, Jay? Um, I don't mean to interrupt you, man. I don't like to interrupt you. Uh, but like, <clears throat> brother, uh, Matt was saying and, um, brother Jay, uh, by listening to, cause what I, I, I should have been doing it, but I just started doing it today. Um, but as, as your pastor preaching to you, just get out a notepad. You can get a, get a notepad in your phone, man. Take notes. And you just don't let them notes sit in there so it could, it could pile up mm-hmm. from the Sunday before, from the Sunday after that. Man, you, you got, you got from Sunday to Sunday to, to follow through of what he brought to you. And some people just let it go through one end. They'll never use it. And you, if, if you really want to, you know, live by his word, like, them, them demons, them enemies, they gonna come to attack you. Mm-hmm. Like Jay always tell me, what, what, how, how the enemy attack you is just by you speaking and, and showing him where to hit you at. Man, mm-hmm. if you just gotta be, your routine, your routine gotta change, man. You can't continue to, like, like Brother Matt said, allow the pastor to try to do everything in the church, even outside the church. You know, he's only one man. It's only one perfect guy, and that's God. But, uh, right, you change. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get that out, man. Cause some people just don't, they'll, they'll just sit in church, they'll scroll on Facebook, they'll be on Instagram, they want to be paying pastors. And majority, I don't know about everybody pastor, but my pastor really do be bringing it. Not to. Uh, and he really be putting out some good gems for you to use. Uh, during the week, man, and some people just just there for either show yeah. they suit or they, they dress or they hat. You know what I mean? <laughs> you about to walk me down now? Nope. <laughs> yeah, man. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> but you, hey, I remember them old time passes, man. Uh, when you weren't paying attention, they'd be they'd say something. They'd be like, "Hey, that ain't right, Justin." They look down at you on the pulpit, boy. Hey, and you be like, huh? you right? Hey, Amen. Hey, just like this. Amen. Hey, threw the phone down. Amen. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Accountability. Like you said, they they allow them to be distracted because now is if they don't get the message, somebody else won't. But wake them up because they need it too. Wake them up. It don't take nothing but five seconds. You know what I'm saying? What they gonna say? Hey, man, why you calling my name? You know, say that, but that's just showing that you care. Mm-hmm. The pastors have to show that they care. Like I said, you're not just a number. You are sheep. You are part of the flock. Show care. Like you said, they're going to call you, but also it, it takes that too. When they're in your, your grasp and that hour and a half, hour of that service, show you care. Speak to them. 
Make sure they're attentive because why are they there if they're not going to take just because they say I went? Well, make sure if they're going to be, if they're wasting their time being there, make sure they're getting something. If they're just coming to just show up, make sure they get it. That is your job. Make sure they get it. Hold them accountable. You know what I'm saying? But I, O2 Lit, man, you know, he is in the building and we got to run this back. We got to run it back, man. I appreciate you coming and I do appreciate the picture. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he'll post this picture. Um, And he says it looks like... Oh, 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 Trey, when you look at this picture, what do you see? Honestly, I just see a bunch of different shades of color. Thank you. Thank you so much. The man sees the abstract. Everybody else, including me, mm-hmm. it is a vagina. <laughs> he, Your brother man's face. <laughs> his mind is different because he's on a different journey right now. He does not want to say that. It wasn't a vagina when I made it. <laughs> In his mind, he he just created a colorful vagina, and I ab- love it. It was an ab- <laughs> abstract painting. I love yeah, his create. And he, it, in his mind, he was thinking of vagina, that's and I thank you, Matt. You're welcome. I love it, sir. I'm glad you did. Hey. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm glad y'all came through in the rabbit hole, man. Sure. Thank you, Matt, bro. I appreciate you, brother. For real, for real, man. And we're in the rabbit hole. It's JP on the FWM Podcast. Fight with me. Le Boosie Badass. Chillin' entertainment. Click, click. Dead gang rock. Dead gang rock. Let's set it off in this motherfucker. You don't want to get away,
some niggas who ain't about none of this Jacking and acting, rolling with Travis with pistols Got the lid from my name, cause I'm a little bitty nigga God sent me here to punish shit So I'm strapped, nigga, saw the G's on the DVD Now they won't nap a nigga I ain't a game, nah, thugged out, not love it, dawg Fuck around with boots and turn your face into a chucky dog. Put 50 G's on a nigga while I'm out of town Shit so gangsta make his main main lay him down Street niggas, head buzzers who they loud on Hit him up, hit him up, it's gangsta when I draw down Nigga talking shit, but I just lost my grandma Finna introduce you bitch and niggas around Fade.